This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the New York Giants. It ain't and, over till it's over. And how the Redskins' Cinco turnovers hurt their chances to win this one. This is much more live with Aaron and John. Cinco? They did have five turnovers, right? Uh, I could be completely wrong, but I'm, I'm yeah, thinking it was we only close have four to four turnovers. Well, are you sure? All right, Santana yes, Moss had dude. one, RG3 Alfred, had two, Sir Alfred had one, and RG3 had two. All right, four turnovers. It just seemed like five because we gave up that touchdown to Victor Cruz on that ridiculous bomb where Madu, Mr. Madu, was just standing there going, Oh, or as Will in Maryland, the fifth said, Madudu Williams. Madudu <laughs> His his voicemail was hilarious, dude. Oh man. I might have to play it. I don't know. I don't have it queued up because I'm a slacker, but it was pretty funny. He was talking about Madudu Williams and you know what he's saying. Because <laughs> he was totally right. Why the yeah. heck would we have a safety playing up? It's one thing not to play prevent. It's another thing to play stupid. Just plain old stupid. It's like, oh, he got beat. D'Angelo Hall wasn't even one of the two guys that were burned on that with Josh Wilson, you know, and Doo-Doo Williams. But yeah. he came, he he went out and then said, oh, we just gave the Giants that touchdown, I think yesterday in the press or something like that. Yeah, and the Giants are like blowing it out of proportion. It's like, it's true. Why was our safety coming all up? Yeah. It's like we, we gift wrapped <clears throat> that one for them. It's like Eli Manning saw it and immediately went there. Yeah, like they're taking something away from Eli Manning. No, he saw it and he put up a good pass, but they should have been there. Yeah, he did what he was supposed to do. Art, Art, we screwed up big time, and he and Eli and Victor Cruz took advantage of it. Victor Cruz, yes, the Amandela of the week. The Amandela of the week. Anyway, welcome to another action-packed episode, episode number three hundred and six. That's three hundred and Shane Matthews. Was Shane Matthews six or sixteen? I'm still trying to remember. Stan Humphreys was sixteen. Stan Stan Humphreys. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, was a quarterback kinda, too. Yeah. Him and Rippin were for some reason are very similar in my mind. But it's around the same same era. We've had a bunch of crappy to... quarterbacks since Joe Theismann. Think about Golly. it. Golly. Well, Mark Rippon was all right for a year or two. Mark Rippon had like two really, really great years. And and Doug Williams. We can't take anything away from Doug him. Williams had his, had his time, but he never had like a great season. No, no, no. But it's been a long time since we've had a star quarterback at the helm. And boy, and boy, howdy, do we. And you know what? All right, watching this game. Oh, wait, we forgot. Um, David Lee Legal Services. Yeah, thanks to our longtime benevolent sponsor, David Lee and David Lee Legal Services in Williamsburg, Virginia. So anyway, in case you didn't hear, we did lose to the Nats in the Ghetto Lands in a game that the Redskins could have easily have won. Which you can say about every game this year. If, if we didn't have... Going back to the, the quarterback thing. 
If we didn't have RG3, we could very well be 0-7 right now. Yeah. Period. Period paragraph. If we didn't have him, we probably, we very well could not have won a game yet this year. We'd be relying on RG1 or Kirk Cousins or somebody. I mean, he is he is the X factor. He is what, I mean, I've done a complete 360 on this, Dude, as what, I said last week. What about that fourth and 10 play? Unbelievable. He converted two on that drive, but that first one. Was it fourth was, and 10 where he, where he like totally made Pierre Paul, like he posterized him? over himself, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. And then he found Ponyboy across the middle of the field. Dude, Ponyboy stepped up in that game. Oh, well, that's because Niles Paul's not. Don't even get me going. Jeez, oh, Niles. He's horrible. I, Did you I, see I, him I, miss that one block that ended up in a sack by like two feet? That was the second week in a row he's caused at least one sack by completely missing a block. Completely. It wasn't just Terrible. like a poor block. It was just completely missed by two feet. Are we doing the tight end report right now? Josh. We're Wait. not doing the tight end report. Oh. Oh, okay. I guess that's why we haven't heard Josh yet. No, we haven't heard Josh because he's not here. Yeah. Josh is busy slaving away in our Vietnamese factory making uh, Nike tennis shoes and keep <laughs> calm and beat Dallas t-shirts yeah. for the throngs of you that have been emailing not only Josh at HarryHogFootball.com, but all of us saying, where the hell are the t-shirts? Aaron and I have been saying the same things. So if we finally had to ship him off to Southeast Asia and tell him to get to work. So he's slaving away doing that. He should be back next week. Oh, and speaking of that, t-shirts are up on the site, dudes. There's only one pay- there's only one way you can get them and that's if you go via PayPal. Yep. So you have to go to harryhogfootball.com. That's h a r r y hogfootball.com. I guess you could send a check or money order, but by the time it gets here, they might be sold out. They very well may be sold out because we just we are just announcing this right now live that the shirts are available. And uh We've already had a number of people who have just curiously gone to our site and, and clicked just, on the Just t-shirt. randomly made it there. Yeah, and suddenly it's like, bing, bing, bing. Yeah, and I got all these emails like during the middle of the night, and I wake up the next morning, I'm like, uh, I guess the shirts went live at some point. <laughs> right, right, and Josh sends us an email. You know, his, he's, he was probably in the middle of the afternoon when he sent it because it was the middle of the night for us saying the T-shirt sales were live. But Anyway, you know, if you buy the shirt, if you buy a shirt, 100% of the proceeds go to help Harry Hog Football. Oh, yeah. Stay on the air by paying our uh, hosting fees. And anytime we need like upgraded equipment, because we've come we've a sound, long way. I have to we've say. come a long way from episode one. Yeah, from our little like $5 USB mic from Walmart. <laughs> and like the sound effects. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Will, we tried to call him and get him as a get him in as, as a uh, guest host tonight, but but he is a no show. Well, I can't say he's a no show. We haven't been able to get in touch with him. We gave it a shot. Because the only but way Will, we know how to contact him is when he calls in our Google Voice number and leaves a message. So I called <laughs> it back and was like, "Dude, we need you to come on for the games and kicks." And there was no. I, I don't even know if it was his machine. I, I have no idea. We'll get up with him though. He need, if you can call. Will, we know you're listening, so give us a ring, and we'll try to... we got to Skype you in if you want to be on the show. Yeah, you got to get Skype. Hey, speaking of, Will said that he wanted to start have us start giving a 
10 cut salute to someone. 10 cut salute? Yeah, he said he wanted a 10 cut <laughs> salute from. He was like, I need a 10 cut salute from Madudu Williams this week. Madudu Williams. Cut! 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 Is that 10? I can't count. It might have been 11. It's night 9.36. Anyway. 11. Yeah, well, the fifth was going to make his debut, but he ne- didn't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him in here eventually. He 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 definitely deserves a spot, such as uh, uh, Nick the Greek had coming in a couple times. We need to get Nick the Greek back as well. Yeah, anyway, the Redskins lost. Uh, the, the thing is, is, even though they lost that game, yeah. I'm still pretty pumped about the team looking forward to possibly this year, but next year, I'm pumped. Definitely next year, especially oh, yeah. because we'll hopefully be able to get some kind of help in the secondary. Oh, yeah. And can Dear we... God. What's the deal on... on uh, what's his face? The Merriweather. Now he might be done for the year, too? I have not heard any updates between last week and this week on Merriweather. They're still not sure when he's going to return. Cedric Griffin played. That was a little bit of a help. He made a couple good plays. I remember him making a few good plays, or at least one. Yeah, yeah. I think he knocked a ball down. I'm starting to get worried about the way the injuries are taking a toll on this team this year. And, of course, you know, as we, 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 especially me, bitching about every week about the $36 million the league stole from us in salary cap space, we didn't get good, good help in the secondary. And with Merriweather being out, Tanar Jackson, not, you know, in Jamaica, we haven't, we've sucked at the secondary, and it's not getting any better. We have the worst pass defense in the NFL, 32nd. We give yeah. up like 320 yards a game, and the second closest team is, oh, God, I want to say it's Tampa Bay or something like that, and they're not even at 300 yards a game. We're absolutely horrible. It's horrible. And if it wasn't for the outstanding offense of the display, with not that's even like only, a bunch of starters. I mean, we don't have any superstars reason. on there except for three. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying is, I mean, like, I really have done a complete, I can't say I was never, I was completely against the RG3 and everything. I thought the trade was, you know, way too steep and everything, but I sure don't think that now. You know, I can't say I've done a complete 180 on it, but I'd say a 165, maybe. Because, good God, we we could very well be 0-7. We'd be down with, like, the Chiefs. Are they 0-7? They're horrible. They're like one and six or something, or one. Of, they're terrible. Here, I'm we looking can, up those numbers. I, I read about it. The Redskins are yielding an NFL worst 328.4 passing yards per game. Only two other NFL teams, the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay, sucks or surrendering more than 290 passing yards per outing. We beat both of them because our offense is better. Every single quarterback we've played against has thrown for over 300 yards against us, except, except for one, and that was Josh Freeman, and he threw for 299. Oh, man. So every single quarterback we've played has thrown for at least 299 yards. Yeah, and who's good? I mean, we have two backup safeties in. I mean, we love Reed Dowdy. He's a competitor. He gives it his all, but we know that we're limited there. Um, the other safety keeps rotating in and out. It's either Dijon or... or who else has even Didn't played? Didn't Dijon Mustard get injured, or did he come back in? He's been getting injured some. They've had Madudu in. Um, D'Angelo Hall, we all know what he does. He's feast or famine, mostly famine. And he likes to jabber. Yeah, I heard something. Was it on the radio that I heard about it? 
um, it might have been on the radio because a lot of people were talking about D'Angelo Hall coming out and just and and dissing on the Giants about giving up that touchdown, even though, like we said, he was kind of right. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't see a big deal about that. Whatever. Yeah, but what what did they say about it? Was I think it was Stats Inc. has a record says that D'Angelo Hall has given up more deep touchdowns or something like that than any other quarterback in the last year and a half or two years or something like that. The one good thing about our defense is the amount of turnovers we get. That's that's the only thing that's working in our favor. We've scored like four touchdowns on turnovers. Yeah. And thank goodness insane. for that. You know, it and it's gone from the Greg Williams bend but don't break, give up a field goal every other drive. And never get a turnover. And never ever get a turnover, like thirteen in a year or twelve in a year. To guys getting burnt like French toast all day long. But at the same time, we get some big plays here and there as well. Like Rob Jackson again. Uh-huh. Another mm-hmm. interception. Yeah. Like uh well uh like Lorenzo yeah. Alexander the week before. The week before, yeah. Alexander definitely had a sophomore slump. He was trying way too hard in this game. You could see there was one play where he went in and he did the swim move by one guy, and then the second half of the swim move went by the other guy. And by the time he was like finishing his stroke, the ball <laughs> and the, the guy with the ball was already five yards past him. Man. Like he 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 was trying he was trying to like build on the success and he was trying too hard. You could really, you could read it. I was like, man, relax. Just play like you did last week. Come on, man. Yeah. Anyway, you want to go into the Amadella of the week award? Or did we already Amandola, give it? Amandola. Amandola. Well, yeah, we, well, we already said Victor Cruz. The Areola of the week award goes to <laughs> Josh. What were his numbers? Oh, wait, Victor Josh Cruz. Look him up again. I'll just make up the numbers just so I can make, uh, who was it? Riggins Revenge, I can make him... No, Peter Grumbles. Was it Peter Grumbles that was talking about it? It was either I Peter know, Grumbles or Riggins. Somebody was complaining about me giving the wrong stats, and I'm like, number one, if you listen to Harry Hug Football... No, he was complaining about me. Oh, I thought he was complaining about me saying the wrong thing. And anyway, of course, he sent it to Josh, and Josh like, forwarded it to us like, I see, I've got some fans. <laughs> People love me. They love me. Yeah, but yeah, if you're listening to Harry Hog Football for uh, factual information, well, for stats, uh, uh, they'll get better, I guess, when Josh comes back. Why are people texting you? I was wondering what that noise was. I thought maybe uh, maybe you had uh, sliced one off there. Suzanne uh, Victor Cruz went seven for 131 yards, one touchdown with the long of 77 doo-doo yards. And that is a fact. I did actually look it up. I didn't make that up. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets the Amandola the week. I would like one week for there not to be an award. An award. Where we could hold all the receivers from the opposing team. But yeah, right. It's not going to happen this year. Anyway, I'm pretty excited about the next segment here. Because I totally called it during the game. You did. Well, I think everybody called it as soon as it happened. And dude, I knew you... Well, I knew Josh and I were totally pumped, but since you hate him, you're probably not too pumped about him coming back. Dude, I was more pumped than any of you guys, only because I don't understand how he was cut over Niles Paul, and he wasn't given a chance in preseason after he's finally healthy. Yeah. And in the limited action he got in the preseason, I thought he looked like he was back. Yeah, I think they cut him because he had so many injuries. I called that they were going to cut him. No, they didn't. They cut him because of his salary. Yeah, that is true. That was part of it as well, for sure. So if we heard, uh, anyway, what we're alluding to, if you guys did not hear. And if you're a Redskins fan, 
you you you're not a Redskins fan unless if you haven't heard this yet. My dog, Chris Cooley, number forty-seven, Captain Chaos, is back in the fold after the injury to Fred Davis. He had an Achilles tore his Achilles tendon, and he's out for the season, which I'm not happy about. But the fact that Dude, he's much better than Niles Paul, and I think he's going to come in pumped, and he's going to show him that they shouldn't have cut him. I sure hope he's in shape. I did see an interview with him on Monday evening on Comcast. He was talking to Chick Hernandez outside of uh, Redskins Park, and he was, as usual, kooky Chris Cooley. He, uh, he looked like he hadn't slept in 24 hours. But he said he had already come in there, and he had worked out that day, and he kicked uh, – Kirk Cousins out of his locker, and Chick Hernandez started la- laughing. He was like, wait, are you serious? He's like, yeah, man. He's like, you really kicked him out of your locker? Come on. He goes, dude, it's my locker. <laughs> dude, it's my locker. He's like, it's my locker. And then he was like, besides, I helped him move in and gave him some furniture when he moved it, when he you know moved to Washington. So he owes me. Mm-hmm. Good. And I think he's going to be able to come in and help. He's definitely going to be better than Niles Paul. Niles Paul is, Niles Paul is trying. I'll give him that. But he sucks. He's terrible. He drops him a lot too. Golly. And you guys knew that I used to cut on Chris Cooley the last few years, but almost as thankful as I am to get a kicker, I'm thankful to get a tight end. Yeah, you know, it's it's like we we all are glossing over the fact that uh, four bath Nelly Forbush went uh three for three, long forty five. Another solid game. And he's like yeah. the first kicker we've had in a while where every kick doesn't look like it might go out. Yeah, you're watching him. You're not like – he had one that, that was slightly off-center in this game. Yeah. And that was it. Mm-hmm. When he finally misses a field goal, we're going to be like, whoa, huh. I didn't expect that. Anyway, yeah, that's the tight end report. So we'll hopefully see Chris Cooley and – uh, I guess this will come up in the transaction report, or we can just include it here. Well, let's just go into the transactions now, then, and the injury an, report. Throw them all together. Because another uh, former Redskin is also back on the team. Who's that? Keelan Williams. Keelan Williams, the running back. Didn't you read that? that? I did read that. I read it, too, but uh, you know how sometimes on Google, like, an old random story will pop up from, like, two years ago? And you're just like, what? <laughs> you're like, what? Oh, why is this popping minute. up? I saw that Keelan got cut a few days ago uh, by the Lions, I think it was. And I was like, huh, how about that? And I didn't think anything of it. And the next thing I I see is Ryan Grant has been cut by the Redskins, and they've re-signed former Redskin Keelan Williams. I didn't even see that Ryan Grant got cut. I was wondering about that. He did. He got cut straight up. I think he played. He carried the ball once. He may have. Anyway, yeah, Keelan Williams seemed pumped to come back to the Redskins. Yeah, so that's good. So we got him back. I don't know if he'll be able to contribute any, but of course that that's one transaction. Chris Cooley, Fred Davis is on IR. Um, apparently, he's been operated on already. And was it Doctor James Andrews? No, it was in North. They sent him to North Carolina. Oh, okay. I was going to say know, every okay. Monday morning during football season, does James Andrews just come to work ready to operate? Well, he, I know, right? Well, he's on retainer with the Redskins and a few other teams. Um, I believe. I believe London Fletcher was supposed to see him Monday about his hamstring or something. But I think no, I think someone said that during the game, and I was like, "Really? Oh it's yeah, not hurt that bad." London Fletcher's in danger, from what I read today, of breaking the streak this weekend. He is. That's that's something else to talk about. He'll start even if he can't play. 
Well, they're saying they think he may have a concussion, and if he does, there's no way he's going to be allowed to play. A concussion? Yeah. I saw something about balance problems and a hamstring, but I didn't see yeah. anything about a concussion. I was like, you mean his hamstring's making him off balance? That's that's what they're saying. They're saying he uh, was checked out for about six hours, and they're checking out all, pro- all these kind of problems for a quote-unquote balance issue, but it's possible he may have a concussion. Oh, man, I don't want to see his streak broken. I don't either. And, of course, he does have the hamstring issue as well. And so we needed him at the end of that game, as you could see. I think that was part of the problem with our defense. Um, as soon as he went out, our defense looked utterly confused. Because mm-hmm. you had, like, Perry Riley or someone calling the plays. Right. And no, no offense to him, but, I mean, London Fletcher's the quarterback of the defense and has been for quite some time. That'd be like if we had RG1 in for RG3. Yeah. Or Kirk Cousins coming in suddenly. And it's like, oh, uh, uh, crap. Uh, so, yeah. So it's possible Fletcher may not play this weekend. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anything else we have to add on the injuries or the transactions? Um, they're saying if he doesn't play, Lorenzo Alexander will wear the uh, headset oh, okay. in the helmet. With the helmet with the headset, I should say. Uh, Pierre Garçon. We have more news on him. Oh, great. Your dog. Go ahead. My dog, I hate to say, has a torn ligament on the bottom of his right foot. It is called a plantar plate tear near his second toe. And the plantar plate, according to the AP, is a ligament that holds a toe in its joint. Ooh. So why did it take him this long to diagnose him, like six weeks? I don't know. I don't know if it got worse. If it was just like a strain or something. It's like, oh, my toe hurts. And then eventually it 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 t- tore from being used, uh, you know, when it wasn't healed up, or if our training staff is not very good at diagnosing things, as uh, Leron Landry alluded to a few weeks ago from his home up there in East Rutherford. So is he on IR? He is not on IR, but he visited a foot specialist on Wednesday. Doctor James um, Andrews. No, it does not say Dr. James Andrews. It does not say who, it just says a specialist, but if it was a- Andrews, I'm sure they would have said because he is a celebrity. I think he was like, come on, doctor. My toe really hurts. We got to give him something that sounds legitimate so I don't get joked. So I don't get joked like Sean Lee from the Cowboys who just got injured reserve <laughs> for, toe. For, a, for like a big toe injury. My big toe! Like, like Dion when he had turf toe like every other day. Don't call me Dion, my turf toe. Anyway, the O-line report. The O-line looked pretty solid. Oh, dude, we're not done. We're not done. Oh. Garcon is not on the injury report or on injured reserve, but if he has surgery, which is an option, then he will be done for the year. What a bust. For one year. Bust. Man. Anyway, um, can we go to the O-line report now? As long as you play the music. That means I gotta find the music, dude. I know, dude. I like the music. Franco American SpaghettiOs. Show them your old face. The O Line Report brought to you by Franco American. That makes Italian food. Anyway. <laughs> Wasn't Franco the dictator of Spain? I don't know. Probably. Um what was I going to say? Oh, yes. The O-line report. I was very impressed with Tyler Columbus Columbus this week. Again. He had some huge blocks. Him and Chester were opening some huge holes. Yeah, they were. You notice they like to go in that direction. Mm-hmm. On the running game I'm talking about. Yeah. 
It was outstanding. Outstanding. What else? Well, did you we alluded to, about to the it O-line? last. We alluded to it last week that that uh, the O line, people like Columbus, who was a journeyman, you know, backup player for his whole career, suddenly found a home where he's a starter, and he's not. I mean, he's he's doing better than holding his own at the position at this point, especially against the Giants front yeah. four. It's supposed to be really good. The only person I remember, I mean, I could have missed something here or there. The only person I remember sucking most egregiously was Niles Paul. On yeah, pretty much. So, there was one or two where where Silverback was out there just mauling people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was pretty much a uh, Niles Paul really sucked. So anyway, um, the guy the guy needs more seasoning at tight end than doing it during real games where RG three is going to continue to get sacked. The one that happened in this game was where he got uh he he got sacked and and fumbled. Yeah. So, yeah, way to go, Niall. That was a fumble, too. At first I thought he was down, but then it was It was definitely a fumble. Yeah, I know where you're, who you're kicking the balls is going to this week. Who? Well, you're just going to have to wait and find out. After the break, we'll give an update on the HHFFL, give our games and kicks, and talk about the upcoming game against Pittsburgh. someone you love in trouble with the law maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense a dui or reckless driving or a simple misdemeanor assault shoplifting or indecent exposure perhaps it's a much more serious felony murder drug possession or distribution or even a third offense dui charges like these often leave you asking questions who do you turn to for help and what happens next the fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, But for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Speaking of insane Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs, why are you laughing so much? Dude. We I got don't a have lot anything of, we, to laugh about. We got that. a lot of quotes about, or tweets about this. Yeah. Why was our dog, Joe Gibbs, and Will mentioned this in his phone call. Mm-hmm. Why was he giving a pregame speech to the Cowboys? Cut! I hate to say it. What the? Cut! Joe! Say it ain't so, Joe. Come on, dude. Seriously. Dude. What are you dude. thinking? Alright. The report on this, for those of you who didn't hear about it, is that Joe Gibbs, well, the Cowboys were in Charlotte to play 
obviously. And I Charlotte. love Charlotte. What? <laughs> I, I love being a Charlotte. Um, we're down there, of course, to play the Panthers. And apparently the coach of the Cowboys or Jerry Jones, depending on what article you read, asked Joe Gibbs to come in and give a pep talk to the players because they've been sucking. And he did. We want them to suck. And I was like, it must be subterfuge. What is up with that? I don't know. One report that I read said that he was actually giving a pregame prayer, which I guess is not a mandatory thing. So it was for him, it was a preaching thing because everyone, you know, Joe Gibbs is a very religious man. So that's that's so the there's only... a difference between a pregame prayer and a pep talk. Prayer is right, more like right. I hope no one gets we pray that no one is injured. Right, right. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's just so, hope it was uh I, I hope it more was more the prayer thing. Yeah, or it was absolute subterfuge, like Gibbs is like, I'm gonna go in there and plant something. I mean, they only beat the Panthers by like four points or three points or something like that. So hopefully they're still sucking because the Panthers suck. Yeah. So, so Hopefully, he didn't do anything good for them. They still beat the Giants, and we didn't. That might come in handy later down the road since we lost this last game, though. That may end up working on our favor. We'll find out on December 24th. That may be the game that decides something. In What's the December 24th? No, December 30th. My bad. December 30th. December 30th, the Redskins-Cowboys season finale. Let us know if you guys are going to be at that game. Let us know. Moving on, let's give the quick HHFFFL, the Harry Hog Fantasy Football, Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football League update. Um, Aaron and I won again. Junior Beach Balls, Staten Island Fairies. That's Aaron. Pain in Uranus, Grim Stash Riders, and the Knights who say RG3, all winners, losers. Southside DC, Rigos Rangers, Type 42, Rocks, Galapagos Grizzlies, Abergorky Warriors. Galapagos Grizzlies are defeated. They're the only team that hasn't won a game, and they lost by two points. Oh man! man. Wait, who are the who did the Knights who say RG three used to be? Uh, that's Mister Mister, past I, champion. I know, but what was his name before it was the Knights who say RG three? It was the Knights who say Mister Mister, right? It was for a while, yeah. Yeah, it was or something it, like that. It was I, the it, Knights who say Mister Mister, and now I think it's the Knights who say RG three. It's pretty funny. Good okay. stuff. Anyway, in any event. Moving on, because no one cares about anyone's fantasy football team except for the people that are in the league. All right, if we're moving on. And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Awards. Game Ball Awards. John, go ahead. Game Ball Award? Already? Mm-hmm. Hey, am I going to get mine already? Well, I think Josh is ready to give his first. Um, I think he's going to give his Game Ball to Niles Paul for that one seventeen-yard kick or kick return he had. <laughs> um, did he have any receptions? No, remember he sucked the week before too, except for that one hit on. Except for that one team. massive hit where he took that guy's head off. That was a great hit. I'm like I said, the guy tries, but man, yeah. So anyway, we're doing game ball. So there's Josh's. Uh, my game ball. Man, it's <sighs> I really want to give it to Al- Sir Alfred because he had 22 yards or 22 rushes for 120 yards. Dude, remember that one rush he had where he had like six guys on him? He, oh man, he's he's just he's a beast. That fumble was a killer and I don't want to I don't want to ah, 
man, it's it's a tough one. I'm, it's hard to give Aaron a game. Go- it's hard to give a game ball to someone. It with a is. Play. It's hard to give a game ball for this game because even the guys that had great stats also shot themselves in the foot. Every single one of them. I'm still going to give mine to someone that had a fumble. I'm All giving right. the mine to. Yeah, I won't do it then. Number eighty-nine. Yeah. Santana Moss, two touchdowns. Shows what a real red skin is like, even though everyone was forgetting him for people like Niles Paul and Hankerson and Garcon and people like that. Who's the one that's scoring each and every week almost? It would have been 23-13 to 13 if it had not been for Santana Moss catching those two long touchdowns. He caught one the week before. How many is on the year for him? Do you have the stats? Probably not. Hold on, I can I can look it up. I bet she's leading the team hold, in touchdowns for a receiver. On, hold, dude, hold on. I'm doing double duty here. They bring in all these shiny receivers like Shiny receivers. Garcon, Turfto. <laughs> and Santana Moss is uh four touchdowns on the year, two hundred and ninety yards. And is he the leading receiver on our team for that? Um sure. So Fred we... Davis, Fred Davis has the most yards for the team. As far as touchdowns, I don't know. I believe receiving wise, he is yes. Before we even, before I forget this, even though I know we're in the middle of game balls, yeah. What was that leg whip call? What was that BS leg whip call by Ed? I know every single rule in the book because I'm smart and I'm a lawyer, so I try to bring out the most obscure. He didn't rules. leg whip anybody. He well, just he, got knocked down and his leg kind of came up. He wasn't it, trying to trip anyone. I could, I, I could see where they would call it, especially if it was one. Like, like I think Ed Hockley and his crew, like the night before the game, they're all sitting around having dinner at, like, you know, the Great Steak or something like that. And they're sitting there and they're like, all right, what is, what's the one rule that's really obscure that you guys want to look out? And everyone's, like, you know, chowing down their steaks, like, mm, oh, oh, I want to I call the, uh, the uh, 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 you know, illegal shift. Oh well, I'm gonna call. Uh, I'm gonna look for a leg whip. See if I can call a leg whip today. Yeah, that's what seems to happen with his crew because they call some of the most obscure stuff. That illegal shift was a little bit sh- shifty, also. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I swear they look for stuff to make themselves look smart. His crew does. And all it did was take a bunch of points from us. Yeah, that. Yeah, that was that was a a, a rather. It was questionable. I can watching the replay. I could see where he would have. It was called. I don't necessarily agree that it should. I don't agree that it should have been called. Anyway, my game ball goes to Santana Moss. The leg whip thing was a little questionable. All right. On a side note, and who's your game ball going to? My game ball, I guess, is a. See, I was thinking about giving it to him. My game ball is going to go to someone who did not really have a bad day. The one person I can think of who didn't have any bad. Kai Forbath scored 11 points. The kicker? He scored 11 points. All right. That's fine. Three field goals. I did not sit there and watch the game like we said earlier. I didn't. For the second week in a row, I was I was watching, and when he went up to kick, I was like, here's three points. Dude, have you heard anything about Sav Rocca? Because I swear they didn't. they went for it a few times on fourth down because he couldn't kick again. Allegedly, he has uh, practiced fully. Really? You were bringing that up a lot. You were saying that they were doing that on they kept going forward on fourth down because you thought that he had aggravated his injury. But apparently he is he is uh, practicing fully. Okay. Well, so, maybe Mike Shanahan just grew a few. He was just like, you know what? F it, dude. We're going for it <laughs> on fourth and ten. 
Yeah, from like the 50. Golly. Every now and then, you know. I mean, why not? No, didn't he have to go for that fourth and ten? Because that was late in the game, but he went for it like a fourth and four earlier. It wasn't that late in no. the game. Anyway. For that one. Okay, so you're giving I'm yours like to Kyle Forbush. My 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 uh my game ball goes to, to Kai Kai Forbath. Forbath. Nelly Forbush. All right, here we go. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. Oh, my damn balls. <laughs> um, all right, who's yours going to? Well, I think uh, Josh probably wants to give his game, his kick in the balls first. Who's he giving it to? Alfred I don't Morris? Know. Do, do, do we have any uh, sound effects for Josh lined up? No, uh, I can get some here. Talk for a second. <laughs> it's on a different page. Hold on. I'll get it. On a different page. It's on a page called Josh Sounds. Josh Sounds. Dude. I only have like four Josh Sounds. Yeah. All right, Josh, who is your, your, your kick in the balls going to this week? Hold on. I don't even see Josh Sounds. Something's messed up with my soundboard. Oh, good Lord. Anyway, Josh's kick in the balls this week is going to go to Fred Davis because he only had one catch for 13 yards, and he wasn't able to haul in that touchdown in the back of the end zone. I mean, and I guarantee you, man, don't believe it that you got three people listening to you. Boom. Way more than that, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can't. Josh, you sound so different. You sound like Will in Maryland. You sound like Will. You sound like the fifth. Yeah, Josh is a... Kicking the balls is going to uh, um, Fred Davis for having such a bad game. Oh, here it um, is. Who <laughs> <laughs> said that, dude? Dude, you did. You're the guy who kicked Sean Taylor that one time. I called it. You did. Well, oh, I don't know if you man. called all that, but yeah, that oh, that was man. pretty that was pretty embarrassing for you. All right, so but, who are you giving your kick to? Oh man, well my kick. Again, I kind of want to kick one person, but I know you're going to, so I'm going to move on. I'm going to have to give my kick to uh, the entire Redskins secondary. Especially Madudu Williams for the last especially, play of the game? Especially Madudu Williams, although I kind of think that that's a uh, worse play than normal for him. I mean, he did have that touchdown in the game before and everything. It's like we were saying before, I guess, the whole feast and famine. It's like, hey, I scored a touchdown for us. And then I gave up a touchdown. It's all Deion Sanders esque. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but yeah, my mine goes to the entire starting secondary. And mine is going to Niles Paul, but we don't need to beat a dead horse. Cut! Oh, I'm just so happy and it's ecstatic that Chris Captain Chaos Cooley's back, and I think he's going to do some good things in the upcoming weeks. I do too. At least blocking wise. I hope I hope he's in shape. What kind of shape? Aaron? Football shape. Football shape. All pointy at the top and bottom. Well, Mike Shanahan said he called him and spoke to him, and Chris said that he was in shape. shape. And Mike Shanahan said he believed Chris. That's all that was his physical. Are you in shape? Yes. Okay. <laughs> he did come in and like take a real physical the next day, but he said Chris Cooley said he was called at like seven o'clock Sunday evening and he got and Shanahan was like do you want to play football? And of course he said yes. Yeah. And he also said that he wasn't 
sitting around. He wasn't hanging around the house doing power squats and listening to Rocky music, but he was in shape. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I saw I him, a tiger. <laughs> getting ready for that match against Drake, Drago and Rocky Four. I know. Was it Rocky Three or Rocky Four? The one against the Russians. That was Rocky Four. Sneaky effing Russian. Against that big Russian that had all the fancy equipment. Anyway. And that, and that, yeah, yeah. I okay. Was you. Anyway, we saw what happened in that. <laughs> USA, USA, you. All right. All anyway, right. so yeah, there we go. Okay. All right. Uh, let's let's round this, Roy. All right. Next game against the Steelers, who have a pretty prolific passing offense. So I don't know how that's going to go about. Yeah, us. the Steelers have been struggling. Um, and let's see. What do we know about the Steelers going into this game? We're torturing. Uh, we're torching them. We very may well may torture torture their secondary. Um, and they are missing. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> is Colin going to get pounded? Is he still Willie? Is Willie Colin still the guard or one of the tackles there? I don't even know. I think he might be out for the year. Is Gay still on the team? He might be. Yeah, yeah. Gay. William Gay from out of Louisville. Yeah, yeah. He might have gotten um, traded. I don't know. Um, I do know that. Uh, what's his face? What's what's that dude? Mister Head and Shoulders is out. Palomalu. Palomalu is out. What about the dude that used to be on the Redskins, the cornerback, uh, Ryan? Uh, Ryan Clark, the safety. He's in. Why so, Why did we get rid of him? We could be using him right you know now. Know why we got rid of him? Because he was good. And we kept, like, Remember, it was face? him and Sean Taylor, and he was the one who, like, helped keep Sean Taylor in check and everything and, and, and whatnot. Yeah, and he kind of got screwed over, I remember. He did. And then he went to Pittsburgh and won a couple rings. Yeah. Anyway, good for him. Way to go. No, you know who that was? Who? That was uh, what's his face? Greg Williams, general manager. I mean, oh, the Vinny vice Serrata? president of player personnel. Blah 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 blah. You know the ten name title. Whatever. Yeah, Serato. You know what he is? Cut! Cut! I can't Man. wait. Man, now I'm like, all oh, my blood is boiling. Just thinking. anyway. I hate him. Let me see. The next game's against Pittsburgh, 1 o'clock. Don't miss it, you dudes. And I think that about rounds up this week's podcast. I think that's about it. Remember, go on, a, go on the website and order a shirt before they're all gone. Got to have it in time for the Dallas game. That's right. Got to have it so you can wear it at Thanksgiving like all three of us will be with our families. Absolutely. We're pumped about that. Let's give a shout-out to the fifth, Daily Grummels, Desmond C. Lee, Eric O.C. Eric O.C., Co-Skins, Ricky Garcia, Sean Daniels, Dan Welsh, Matt Morissette, Swaggy Fonz, Kenny King, Chris J. in the U.K., Brad Fiery, Paul Rush, Tony Die, everyone else that we've missed because we always miss a few. All our new followers on Twitter, we keep getting like three every week. That's awesome. And, of course, David Lee in Williamsburg. David we'll, Lee, Lee Services. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And Josh, if you see a Cowboys fan... Gioka! Gioka! My beard's